Welcome to SU Podcast in association with the Talbot Hotel in Carlo. Join us every week for deep dives into various topics featuring guests from all walks of life. Sit back, relax and happy listening. And hello and welcome to another SU podcast here on the ITCSU Broadcasting Network in association with the Talbot Hotel in Carlo. Hope you're all keeping well and safe wherever you might be listening. And remember, you can get in touch with us through all of our social media outlets. ITCSU is the mark. Or, of course, you can check out our website for any updates on college life or even more content from the Broadcasting Network, www.itcsu.ie. Today's show brought to you by Carlo Cabs. And we are delighted, absolutely delighted to be joined by two of the Uh, fantastic people from the student services in IT Carlo. We have Nurse Teresa Laurie-Lennon and also Ashling McHugh, the access officer here at IT Carlo. Hello to you both. How are you? Hello, Michael. You're very welcome to what is our first podcast with student services. So thank you very much for taking the time out. How was lockdown for you? It's been a it was probably a very unusual time. So when we went into lockdown at the 12th of March. How was it for you, Teresa? Um, well, I think we quickly adapted our practice here at IT Carlo and in the medical centre when, when um, lockdown hit. Obviously, the students were off campus. I was still here working on campus um, and then working from home up until um, June. So um, our work then would have been mainly over the telephone, by email, um, by virtual contact with students. And the main thing was to make sure you know, that they were safe and they were well and uh, well informed and that we could still provide the service um, for them. Now, obviously, we're, we're back into college season now. Students will be coming back on campus soon. And we'll be, um, while the medical centre will be up and running, we'll be providing a very different service. It'll be a very different service. But I think that's going to be right throughout the entire campus. Throughout the entire campus. Um, Is there any kind of even rough guidelines on how the medical centre might run this year? Um, I know that (laughs) every day something changes, so um, it's probably still very much... Yes, yes, I, I, I do have guidelines. I'd be very happy Brilliant. to explain that to the students now. That'd be fantastic. Um, up until now, the medical centre was a walk-in nurse-led uh, student health centre. And it's all, as you well know, Michael, uh, it's always been extremely busy. But this year, due to COVID-19, we do have restrictions in place. So it's now a strictly no walk-in appointments. So if, if, if students have any symptoms at all of COVID-19, they, they are not to attend college, they stay at home, they self-isolate and contact their GP or out of hours if it's the evening or weekend who will arrange for COVID testing. Um, in order to use the medical centre um, this year, students need to be registered online to use it. So I would say to the students, please register at the beginning of term. So when you do need to use the medical centre, it's there ready. You're, you're, yeah. you're already on the, on the Socrates system, which is the uh, system that we use uh, to re, uh, record and retain the students' medical notes, which is completely private and confidential and not part of any of the main institute records. So all your medical records are completely separate. Um, so before... The students would have rocked up when I opened the door in the morning. There was 15, 20 <laughs> heads looking at me. Unfortunately, that's changed at the moment. Hopefully, when COVID 
leaves us, whenever that will be, we can go back to our walk-in centre. But currently, what students are going to have to do this year is they must phone to make if they want an appointment with the doctor or the nurse and not to attend the medical centre until they're advised or given an appointment by the nurse, after, which is myself, after I've assessed you and, and triaged you, we call that. So asked you just a couple of simple questions so we can ensure it's safe for you to come in and to give you an appointment. So some things stay the same. The doctor's appointments are still booked on the day, so you don't book in advance. And the reason we do that is because if people book in advance, very often they don't turn up. And now because of COVID as well, we need to assess you on the day to make sure you don't have any current symptoms. So doctor's appointments are strictly booked on the day, Monday to Thursday. And you can do that by phoning me at the medical centre between the hours of 9 and 10.45 because the doctor's <coughs> excuse me, st- will start their uh, clinic then at um, about half 11. So for to get a doctor's appointment, you phone the nurse between the hours of 9 and 10.45 and the number to contact is 059-91-75606. Now, if you get an appointment, again, if you have any COVID symptoms, you won't be coming to college. Yeah, we'll you won't be on campus. Any- you're being told to, yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, so, but if you are given an appointment, and there'll be lots of things that we can still help students with medically-wise, you, you can only attend at the allocated time given. So there's no more queues of students waiting in the waiting room. At maximum now, we've, as you see, Michael, we've only two chairs outside, well socially distanced now, <laughs> yeah. only two people in the waiting room at any one stage. You turn up at your allocated time, you must wear a face covering, uh, you must sanitise or wash your hands both on arrival and leaving the medical centre and we have all that available for you in the medical centre to do and very importantly as well you must maintain the two metre social distance rule. Before we could have we turned over doctor's appointments very quickly you know a student might have been seen every five minutes we can't do that anymore either because doctor's appointments now are strictly 15 minutes apart and the room has to be sanitised between visits. So There's a lot of extra work um, as a result uh, of... There's yeah. a lot of extra things and to, it's all of this is for your safety and for everybody's safety to protect each other. Now, um, Irish students who may um, be wondering what if I get symptoms of COVID-19? Well, you, you should have your own GP who you should ring And the good news is you won't be charged if they're just by contacting your GP to refer you for COVID testing. If you have any of those symptoms, which are fever, cough, shortness of breath, loss or change uh, to your sense of smell or taste. So that would be free for you. And it's best that you ring your own GP because then the results will also go back to your own GP. They understand you might know you more. Yeah, But it might be a worry for the international and the Erasmus students who are thinking, well, I don't have a GP in Ireland, so what am I going to do? Well, we'll certainly be providing for you. So during college hours, uh, if you have any symptoms of COVID-19, obviously you, you stay home, you don't come on campus, you self-isolate, but you can phone me and um, either the college doctor or myself will arrange for COVID testing for you. You can also contact the out-of-hours doctors um, in, um, at the ev- in the evenings or the weekends, so if it's outside of college hours, if you have any of those symptoms, uh, the out-of-hours 
in Carlo is called CareDoc, and they can arrange for a COVID testing for you as well. So just so you're familiar with the out-of-hours numbers, which would be very important for anybody who is in Carlo as well, they're called CareDoc. They cover most of the southeast. So if whether you're ringing from Tipperary or Wexford or Waterford or Carlo or Wicklow, you're getting through to the same call centre because it's based here in Carlo. But we, they have centres all over the southeast. The telephone number to ring is 1850-334-999 or 059-91-38100. Now, while they can arrange for, um, while, while it'll be free for, if it's with COVID symptoms, should you have any other medical problem and you contact CareDoc, unless you have a medical card or a GP visit card or an, or, or an Erasmus student with a European health card, Obviously, CareDoc do charge for any other services that they provide. You can only, um, you will only, if you're a paying student, you will only um, be able to um, avail of getting a free COVID um, referral. That's that's it, really. Otherwise, if you have any other problems and you ring CareDoc, the bill could be the, the bill, be yeah. hefty enough. And it's, I think it is important. Seventy euro. So, whereas for the college students who wouldn't have a medical card or a, um, or a GP visit card, um, it, you know, the, the rate to see the college doctor of €10 Euro is very reasonable. It's probably one of the cheapest of all the colleges still. And I, I think it's important to note that if you do have any symptoms, regardless, you know, even if it is maybe just one of the symptoms, we, uh, the entire institute are encouraging students to stay at home um, and say, you know, don't come on to campus if you have anything. Um, ring your doctor. Um, and and they will make the the necessary judgments. Um, thanks, Teresa, thanks, for that. Um, Ashling, how was yes. lockdown for you? Twelfth uh, um, of March. It's a long <laughs> five six months well, now. I have to say, Michael, that lockdown was never ending for me. I have um, I have three children, and <laughs> uh, work was very busy. But I really missed the buzz of being here and the students being around. Um, and I was trying to homeschool from home. Plus, we were. How did that to, go? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> it reminded me that uh, my teaching days are over. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. um, but yeah, it was. I wouldn't have the patience. It was hard. It was tough. So I hope we never go back to those days again. Um, yeah. But I, and I was very busy with work. Good. And I suppose now for students coming in, it is going to be a very different year, of course, given the the climate that we're in. But. We want to make sure that they know that the services are still there. So could you maybe give us a brief explanation of the role of the access officer and what you do for students coming in to IT Carlo? Well, I think it is going to be very different. But what we're going to try and do um, when new students come in is have meet as many small groups as possible face to face to just outline a bit what supports are there for them if they have a disability or a difficulty. Um, and hopefully we'll show them where to go and how to get in touch with us if they need supports. One of the groups I work with would be students who have a disability. So what I've already what we've already done is we've been working through the CAO uh, in the days gone by, uh, just when the Leaving Cert results came out, to make some dare offers for students. So we will have about 160 students coming into first year through the dare program. So it means that we know that students are coming in uh, via the DARE programme and have a disability. So what I do is I make contact with them all. Myself my my colleague Angie make contact with them all via email and phone them and ask them to come in, to make an appointment 
with us and we talk to them over the phone. They can, um, if we need to see them face to face, we will do that, but primarily it'll be over the phone and through email just to set up whatever supports they might need for their disability. It could be dyslexia or maybe a physical disability or sensory disability. And then throughout the year, we will work with them, arrange learning support, exam accommodations, etc. And so whatever they might need, and liaise with their academics to make sure they get the support they need for their disability. Secondly, really, it would be students who have financial difficulties. So we are roll we're rolling out the Student Assistance Fund this year. Um, students will have heard of it, but again, we'll be hammering home at induction that this can be applied for and we'll be... Uh, emailing and putting on the screens and uh, just basically through the SU as well um, emailing that applications are open for that. We help students with college related costs so students might be on a grant or have um, uh, family commitments at home and be trying to pay for childcare etc. So we help with all those college related costs through the Student Assistance Fund. It can be a one-off payment or it can be um, something uh, just to really help them on top of their grant or as I said whatever earnings they have just to to meet the college costs. And when is it looking like that the SAF may start? Will that be October or? Now we only get our allocation money from the HEA in October but we try and roll it out as soon after as possible. This year is a little bit late for students starting in general so we usually have the applications out in September but this year it'll be early October. Again we will be emailing and through the students union and on social media everything we're letting them know it's open and it's open for applications. It will remain open throughout the year as well or until the money is spent. Until the money is So gone. if a student comes in starts and finds they're okay and then their money runs out at we'll say Christmas they can still apply to the SAF but in general we would encourage students if you think you need financial assistance apply as soon as you can. And the SAF is actually open to part-time learners as well, so lifelong learning students. And yeah. uh, that was a thing that we kind of reined in on last year to encourage them to get involved yeah. in that. And we, we like to see as many part-time students uh, applying as possible. It's open to all registered students of IT Carlo doing who, but they must be doing a course of not less than one year duration. So for example, they can't be doing a standalone 10 credit module or a short course. They have to be doing a higher leading to a higher certificate or diploma or degree. Okay, so. brilliant. Uh, look, we're going to take a small break just to hear from uh, some of our sponsors of the network. We'll be back in a moment. Apache Pizza Carlo is delighted to be in association with IT Carlo Students Union. We are open from 1 to 11, seven days a week. Call in or have us deliver. Make your online classes that bit easier with our student deal. A delicious 9-inch pizza, chips and a drink from only $4.99. You can find us in the heart of Carlo Town, straight across from the fountain. You can also order from us from on our app or website, www.apache.ie. Apache Pizza, happy days. My name is Emma and I'm Sales and Marketing Manager for the Talbot Hotel in Carlow. We are delighted to announce that we have partnered with IT Carlow Student Union this year to offer students a rate of €45 Euro for one room night or €85 Euro for two room nights. The deal is available to all students needing accommodation over the academic year 2020-2021. It is valid with a student ID card and then to book it you simply phone 059-915-3000 or email us on reservations at talbothotelcarlow.ie. 
We asked Carlo IT students where is the best place to have the crack after college. Here's what they have to say. Oh, we love going down to Toys because the student deals are amazing. Well, honestly, I spend 90% of my time in Tully's. Yeah, man, I mean, Tully's is really the spot. Me and my boys always go there after school. Well, there you have it. Get on down to Tully's Tully Street, Carlo. Why not come down and try our great student meal deals? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tully's, Carlo's number one spot for students. Hello everyone, Sean Swan, Swan's Electrical Expert Carlo here. As Carlo's largest electrical store, we're delighted to be associated with IT Carlo Students Union. We stock the full range of Apple products including phones, plus a range of Samsung tablets, watches and phones. Not to forget all your Fitbit and tracking devices, JBL speakers and headphones, laptops, PCs, gaming products and monitors at really good prices. Televisions have to be seen to be believed. So for all your electrical requirements, call to Swan's Electrical Superstore Strawhall Carlo and we look forward to seeing you. Carlo Cabs are excited to announce Carlo's very own taxi app. Just three taps and we're there. There's no journey too short or too long for Carlo's largest and most reliable cab service. You can find us by looking for the T on the back calling 059-914000 or by downloading our app from the App Store. We guarantee a service that's fast, safe and reliable 24-7. Carlo Cabs, we're ready when you are. And you're very welcome back. As I have mentioned, we are joined by Nurse Teresa and Ashley McHugh from Student Services. Uh, welcome back to you all and thanks Thank to you, our sponsors. Thank you, um, back to you, Teresa. Over the last few years, you have developed a student health app. Could you tell us a little bit more about that and how students can actually engage with it? Because it's a fantastic uh, project that was started. Yeah, thanks, Michael. I'd love to tell the students about the app and um, what we're actually hoping and is that we want to really encourage all students in all third level colleges across the country not to just download, IT Carlo not yeah. just IT Carlo to download and utilize the student health matters app this app was developed especially for you and I, I'll tell you briefly just a little bit about how, how it came about it did actually originate here in IT Carlo it started out as a student health uh, matters um, health book or an e-book um, developed here for, for originally for the students at IT Carlo. I wrote that. Um, I submitted it to the Irish Student Health Association who saw the potential in it and thought it was a really good resource and um, so they actually endorsed it and that then became standard across the board with, um, in all the colleges um, for, for students to use. Now an e-book is very useful but it's not as it's not as engaging. As a, it's not as yeah. engaging as an yeah. app because, you know. So uh, the next thing happened then was that um, my colleague in Athlone, um, Laura, a nurse there, uh, she, was, she had been hoping um, that we might be able to get an app going for, for students. Um, that, so she saw the e-book and she contacted me and she thought the information in it was really pertinent. And she had a, con a contact in the UK, a Dr. Canute Schroeder, who develops health apps, uh, some very successful ones um, in, in, the, in the UK. In, in fact, the, the, most of the UK um, universities uh, utilise apps through him. Um, and also, um, he did a... I'll tell you about another app in a moment. If sure, there's time, sure. Michael. But, of course. No um, time for you, Basically, Teresa. so I was put in contact with, with Dr. Knut Schroeder. He looked over the content of the e-book. He thought it was very good. And we worked 
night and day on that for uh, all last summer so that we'd have it up and going really for the students um, starting back last September. So it's actually, so, on, the app is only a year it's old. On, it's yeah. only one year old. It's, it's, it's been very successful. We've already been voted app of the day in, in May. Uh, we actually have it entered into the Irish Healthcare Awards this year. We're hoping. hoping when will when uh, the, the Irish Healthcare Awards? The closing date is um, the thirtieth of September. Um, so the entry's gone in. So we think it's a really good app, and we we'll keep all it the fingers the, crossed. The uh, best use of uh, social media for for you know. Brilliant. For, That's so we're hope, we're hoping that that might might um, mm. might. Uh, be seen as we a don't good hope. Entry. We know that'll go but, well. But it's we a brilliant app, well. and it's available on both iPhone and Android. It's called Student Health Matters, and it's it really has evidence-based, reliable health information instantly at the touch of a button for third-level college students. It's all Irish content. It's all based around the HSE. It's all about services that are applicable to you, and um, so it has information on healthy lifestyle so all about nutrition exercise um, alcohol drugs smoking the importance of vaccination screening then we linked in with the um, HSE health A to Z there's a whole um, uh, topic on that so basically that that um, links in with the database of over 600 medical conditions and treatments so you can look up anything there and get proper reliable information rather than googling your symptoms which is not so, well which is, is sometimes which is, it's not advised yes so it's not advised to google your symptoms <laughs> but uh, this would be a very good link and it's very quick so you, it's a to a z you can either just type in a letter or click on it, it's literally i think over 600 medical conditions and is it updated regularly it's enough updated so the regularly. covid probably would, we, yes yeah. it's it's we have um we've updated it now we have a whole page on covid and that's regularly updated myself and dr schroeder were working on that over the um summer there's lots of general health advice for you to be able to spot and manage common physical symptoms there's lots about mental health in there. There's sections on sexual health and consent and contraception. So really, and all the websites are linked and services are, are, are um, linked in on that so you can find all the information you want. So there's key information on sexual health, contraception, my options, consent. Um, it teaches you about self-caring as well when, when you have minor illnesses so that you don't always have to, so that you can recognise when something is an emergency and when it's not. There's lots of little things in there about the importance of sleep, what you should have in your first aid box at home and we do recommend that all students have um, keep a first aid box in their accommodation. There's lots of national and local support and loads of links to all the appropriate websites for students. And so it's a brilliant app. It's available on um, on for iOS and Android. So all you have to type in is Student Health Matters. You'll see it. Please download it. Please use it this year. It'll be a wonderful, wonderful resource. And for you to the use. initiative which you started, it was, I suppose, your baby in one sense. It was sense. my baby. Yes. Why? Why? Why did you decide I, to do it? Where's just, the yeah, drive for really it? Just well, I think there's great work being done in um, student health centres across the country, but we're all very dispersed. So I suppose, in a sense, it was just something that I thought we could use, that we could all use uh, um, the Irish Student Health Association as, a, as an organisation. We could, we could spread this message and we could work together to, do, to have something concrete that is ours, endorsed by the Irish Student Health Association, and that's HSE recognised, that's 
really above board and that we can all use as a, as a really good resource for students nationwide. Brilliant. With Brilliant. over 200, how many students are there now? Two, over 260,000 in, in the country, in third level education, uh, probably, in the Republic of Ireland. There's probably over about over 300,000. I know with yes. the USI, which is our national yes. union, mm-hmm. say with all the unions yes. in it, and I think there's 300, over 300,000 300, represented, yes. you know. So it's phenomenal, really. So it really is a fantastic resource. And um, so please do just um, have a look, judge for yourself. Um, we think it's a great app mm. and it has, it has, as I said, it was app of the day in, in May and it does get a lot of um, um, acknowledgement as and well. Covered, from, yeah. Well, yeah. I wish you all the very best Thanks with it. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, in the Students' Union, we will be liking and sharing it. Um, so keep an eye on our socials and okay. you'll be able to get links to it as well. We're uh, an avid supporter of it. So well done. You thank are you. indeed. Um, thank you very much. In the no problem. Union. Happy to help. Um, Ashling, it, it's definitely a different year. And... Um, I suppose with this year, one thing that has come to light is technology and the mm. use of technology. Mm. Um, and it was only announced, I believe, very, very recently that mm-hmm. there is now a loan scheme for laptops for mm. students. Could you tell us a little bit mm. more about that? Well, as you said, it, it is, uh, this year is going to be very different and much more technology focused. So with that, we welcomed uh, Minister Simon Harris announced there in mid-August that he was allocating €168 million Euro to third-level institutes and uh, universities for uh, the rollout of technology. In So what that means for us in IT Carlo is that we have already received um, the funding and we have put in a bulk order for 670 laptops. Wow. So we hope <laughs> to receive those. Uh, we hope to receive those as early in the academic year as possible. And the brief we have is that we have to roll, roll them out on a loan system, to a long-term loan system to students who are coming in, new students and returning students who need a device. And that, what that would mean, we're all aware of students trying to juggle with their brothers and sisters, whatever, at home with their laptops and try to do assignments and exams and whatever. So they can apply for us. We will be emailing all new students. And again, through we'll be relying on uh, the SEO and social media. We'll be emailing them with, to show how they apply for this laptop loan scheme. Excuse me, scheme. Um, how, what they do, what you do is, it's uh, you just apply for a laptop. You need to supply us with some documents. You so need it's to fill means out. tested as yes, such. Yeah. it's means yeah, tested, okay. and that is we got a lot of criteria and guidelines from Simon Harris. So we have to target the students who are most in need sure. and can show uh, low incomes and financial disadvantage. So uh, again, that's um, so they need. We do need some documents, but again. Students would have supplied these for Susie um, and we'll also need them for SAF so they can supply them to us as well for that. And we'll roll them out as soon as possible, the laptop loan, in conjunction with the computer, computing services department here. So students can borrow a laptop for the duration of their course. So that could be a year, two years, whatever. And it will be theirs to take home and use just for their Is it just work. for the academic year or can they take it for a, a half year? <coughs> well, well if they're starting a four-year degree, they sure. can have it for the duration of their degree on on the basis that they sign a declaration to say they'll, they'll take due care of it, they won't loan it or let anybody else borrow it, and that they'll return it to us when they're finished. That They are the conditions that Simon Harris has laid out so that 
this could go on for a while. We could we could end up another few years where there's a, again a hybrid model of students having classes uh, in and maybe online. So we're looking at this. So if students can return the laptop and they're finished, we can then further loan it out to somebody else who's starting a new course. Yeah. So it's it's pity in one sense that it took a pandemic for something like this Absolutely. to come in. Absolutely. But look, uh, let's look at the positive. We're and delighted that it, it was introduced. Can I just say, a lot of people will say, well, we've only 600 and you've only 670 laptops and there's uh, 8,000 students here. But also, and I have to add, it's open to full-time and part-time students. Brilliant. All students, but with the caveat, they can't be doing a short course. They must be doing a course of no less than a year duration. Okay, okay. But um, if a student is not successful getting a laptop on loan, they can apply for the student assistance fund and get we can we can look at giving them funding towards buying a laptop for themselves so it's not a lot of students might feel oh well what if i don't get a laptop what will i do i've only there's only one device between six of us at home but it's not like that they can they can apply for student assistance and we can give them uh, funding towards a laptop and if c- they don't get one. Funded. And can student assistance fund be also used, let's say, for those who might have poor internet, but they might get the Absolutely. the dongle? Is it? I think because um, I know <laughs> broadband Absolutely. is. Absolutely, and broadband is vital for students. We know for doing the course, but we're aware that students will have broadband bills and might need to buy dongles with a um, a twelve year subscription. Twelve month subscription yeah and they can do that we can we can help them with that so SEF can be used for that absolutely yeah, brilliant. just to let, just to advise as well the student assistance fund has been increased this this year as well because of that part that very reason there seems to be a lot of so, money uh, that oh yeah and we want well we want to get it to the students who need it most yeah. and we want it so we're going to roll out the laptop loan scheme uh, at, the students can apply as soon as they register by the end of September, and as soon as we get our our bulk order from the uh, from Dell, we're going to roll them out to students so that they can get them as soon as possible. The student assistance fund will then be open later. It could be mid October, but again, once we have the laptops uh, delivered and distributed, we'll be rolling out the SAF so students can apply then for help with transport costs. As I said, rent, buying a new device, broadband connectivity, dongles, all that kind of thing. Brilliant, brilliant. Look, we're coming to the end, unfortunately, of the podcast. I know. Uh, I know, yeah. <laughs> All good things have to come to an end. I was going to get started. Um, <laughs> I suppose before you go, we'll start with, Teresa, it is going to be a different year, but we want to make sure that the student experience is still there, you know. Uh, we are still available, uh, even the Students' Union, we are, the officers are still there, available to work, our administrators, but... You want to get across as well that you're also there to help whatever way possible. How can one get in contact with you? Or is there anything else that you wanted to add maybe to your uh, the year that's in it? Because it definitely is going to be a different year. Yes, Michael, it's, it's definitely going to be a different year. We, I think we all need to look out for each other. We all need, I need to protect you. You need to uh, protect your colleagues. We just need to be sure, I think you, you said that main message and I think we need to emphasise it again. If you have any symptoms of COVID-19, do not attend college. Stay at home, self-isolate and contact your GP or the out of hours. And as I said, for those students who may not have a GP, um, then with, with it, if you have any COVID symptoms during college hours, you contact myself on 59 and we can arrange for testing for you as well. But it's, it's, I think we're using the C word 
constantly now. COVID, and COVID, uh, the COVID word constantly now. And, you know, I, I, I'd love... I, I have two sons who were lucky enough to be able to go to college during probably classes, normal times. And, and I'd love to think that new students coming in could could experience that kind of a similar, what should be a fantastic experience, going to college, having fun, making mm. new friends, all the socialising that would normally go on. It's a shame things are like this. Let's protect each other now and let's hope that, you know, they'll find a vaccine uh, that... Maybe. I don't think it'll it's, happen it's looking, this year. Yeah, it's looking like a year now year. at this stage. Yeah. It could be a while, but we'll all be looking forward to things going back to normal. I'll certainly be looking forward to the day when I can open the door to see those 15, 20 heads <laughs> shouting at me, looking for an appointment again. It's going to be a very different way of doing it. Let's all mind each other. Let's all look after each other. We're, we're Let's all make in this it together. A safe experience. Yeah. We are in this together, Michael. Brilliant. Said, Thank you. Yeah. Ashling, um, how do you know as, as Teresa said it is a very going to be a very different year but you want to make sure that you know student services is still here um, and and there for the students how do they get in touch or um, stay stay connected well as Teresa said just because they're not here as often as we want to make sure that they feel as supported as possible and know that the supports are still here for them in a different way maybe so we have an email for access at itcarlo.ie that's the best way to get access at itcarlo.ie so that would be any all queries in relation to disability supports financial supports um just in general learning support exam needs anything and that will get to to me and we will be in contact with them straight away and just if students could include their mobile number that would be great be e- we, want, way to contact, we yeah. don't want any student to be at home feeling that the, there's no support for them there's support here for them no matter what their difficulty is and it's even just a chat just to we can point them in the right direction but we don't want anybody struggling with finance or needing learning support or whatever just send us an email and we'll we'll uh, give you a buzz and it might be a different way of doing things but again it'll be you know we can the new normal i better not normal. say that because uh, yeah i know that's shot. the buzz word. yeah that's the new <laughs> the uh, phrase yeah. but no it is and it's i suppose the same goes for the students union you know mm. we are here we might be working behind closed doors and look no one knows what's going to happen over the next Six months anyway, we'll see how that goes. It period, is going to be interesting yeah. and it's probably going to be a roller coaster up and down. Yeah. But at least we're all in it together. I think there's a common theme there as well. We really, here in Student Services, we really do want to support you this year. We'll be doing it differently, but we're all here. We're, we're all in it together and uh, we want your year at college to be. Yeah. And they're a, a friendly bunch experience. in student services. I can vouch for that. We are, Michael. Now, Teresa has her moments, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're a friendly bunch. Uh, Guys, we can be friendly online as well. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Look, thanks very much for coming in and taking the time out. Um, unfortunately, that is all we have time for. Oh, thanks um, so much, Michael. But as, you, as they said, access at itcarlo. Access at itcarlo.ie for anything. And then for yourself, you gave the phone number there as yes, well. Yes, and for... Uh, it's 059 91 
and the college hours are uh, that's between nine and five Monday. To Brilliant. Friday. Well, thank you very much for taking the time, as I said, uh, to speak with us. And do take the time. It's only twenty seconds to go and download that fantastic app uh, from Student Teresa. Health Matters. Student app. Health Matters available on iPhone and Android. And remember, you can get in touch with us via social media. ITCSU is um, the way you can get us, or you can get us on our website www.itcsu where you get all the content from SUTV, SU Podcasts and so on so forth. Also a quick mention to our sponsors Apache Pizza, Swans Electrical, Carlo Cabs, uh, Tullys of Carlo and of course our network partners the Talbot Hotel. Until next time stay safe, mind yourselves and thanks a million.